0: Yeah. So first I want to say you're in, you're complete 100% awake in hypnosis, even though your body will be like, the cool thing about it is when I take someone through hypnosis and when I've been through hypnosis, you don't feel any different than a deep meditation, but when I pull you out of it, you're going to be like, Whoa, my body is more relaxed than it's ever been in an awake state. You're in full control. There's no, it's not entertainment. It's nothing like you see on stage.
1: That you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for letting me have a moment of your time um, in your very busy life. I know that there's so much you could be doing, so much you could be listening to, and you chose to listen to this. And I Really, um, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And if you have any questions, you want to continue on a conversation, you want to share a takeaway, please check me out on Be It Pod on Instagram. So it's B E, and then there's a fancy little underscore I T, little fancy underscore Pod P O D. But if you just type in Be It Pod, it will come up. Um, you know, tag me and your takeaway from a podcast, and also so we can it'll end up in the DMs, and I can chat with you, or you can just hit me up in the DMs and chat with me. Tell me what you're working on what's causing you to not be able to be it because that's going to help me figure out our next guest to help you be it till you see it. And this week's guest is, um, Katie Kerner Miller. And she and I met a couple of years ago. Um, y'all, she, I remember meeting her and we are both in a very similar place in our life, but different. Um, she is like literally, um, helped train women to do like physique championships. And she was one and like, just gorgeous, blonde, such soft-spokenness, but she really believed that um, there was more that she wanted to do because she really wanted to stop um, women basically not having self-love. She wanted them to have self-love. So um, she went on this journey to really figure out and deep dove into self-development and And in doing that, she found a way that she could help more women truly love themselves. And she also is a hypnotist, which is like freaking awesome. So we talked a lot about that, um, and how it helped her, um, uh, make a move to Denver and, and, um, and so there's some manifestation in here, there's some mantra talk in here, and then there's also just the power of what can happen sooner than you think when you have a clarity around what it is that you want to be in this world. So dive in, check out Katie. There's some information where you can find her in the show notes. She is an amazing human. You will love checking out her posts on Instagram. Um, they are inspiring and thoughtful and um, yeah. So here we go after this brief message. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. All right, everyone. We've got Katie here. Katie Miller Kerner. I'm so excited to see. Well, you're all not seeing her unless you're watching this on YouTube, too, but I'm seeing her face. Um, we met, um, a couple of years ago, almost a couple of years ago now, uh, in a mastermind. And I was so drawn to her because, um, you, you were definitely in a transition. Like you were really successful doing what you were doing, but you really felt called to change that. And you and I had a very similar uh, issue that we were so busy (laughs) doing the thing that we were doing that we couldn't really do the other thing. And so I'm I'm excited to, um, to chat with you about what you're doing now, how you got there and, um, and all the things. So Katie, will you tell everyone a little about yourself? Yeah.
0: Thank you, Leslie. I'm so excited to be here. I was getting ready today. And I was like thinking about that,
1: those pictures
0: we were taking on the rooftop, (laughs) at the mastermind. And I was just like, I'm so excited to just like, kind of see her face again and talk with her. But hello everybody. Um obviously I'm Katie Leslie introduced me. Um I am a I like to call myself a self love coach, but it's basically what most people know it as is kind of like a life coach. I blend a little bit of business, but it's more about the energies behind business. Because if you're constantly going through these patterns and you don't know what's holding you back in your subconscious mind, it's going to keep repeating itself. And so I blend that with business strategy if people, you know, want that help. Sometimes it just help people who have anxiety. Um, I'm also a clinical hypnotist, which I'm obsessed with because it changed my whole life. And I'm sure we'll get a little bit more into that as well um, yeah, that's basically what I'm doing in a nutshell.
1: I love this. Cause I mean, we can talk about it. Cause it's, it, if people go through your Instagram, they're going to see it. You are a fitness instructor, like totally mm-hmm. fitness health person. And, um, and I, and, and that you've transitioned to this sentences and I it couldn't suit you better. Like absolutely love the journey that you went on. And I think so many people are, see themselves in a role and they're probably, they could, they could be very successful in this role, but they're feeling called to change. And it's that it's a little daunting. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure you can look back at that time when you were transitioning and that daunting time to go from fitness instructor, super successful to, okay, I'm a self-love coach. I use hypnotism. Um, what was going through your mind when you were making, trying to make that transition and, and what, what made it easier for you to do that?
0: yeah oh my gosh. Thank you for bringing this up because I think it's it's you don't see this on social media, you know, and these are the conversations that people need to hear because making a transition is
1: scary. Can
0: I swear on here by the way
1: you can you can okay. swear
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's scary as fuck um to make yeah. a transition, and it's like you don't know like it's not predictable, and you know I when I started working through my own limiting beliefs, and I discovered personal development, I'm like there's so much more here and basically, it became an addiction uh, this personal development, and that's why eventually I became a life coach, and I'm like, i want to help people make like make them feel how I felt, you know just up leveling, but I had a limiting belief that I um couldn't be successful out of fitness, and that was like rooted deeply rooted from my childhood. Like I got love. I had a beautiful childhood. My parents are amazing, but I got love and attention through athletics. I was a star athlete my whole life. Anything I did, I could pick it up super easy. And I was praised for that. And so that kind of led me into a career path down that. And so once I did the subconscious work, you know, the limiting beliefs and really Getting rid of this on a subconscious level through hypnosis and time techniques, I was able to release that and fully just make that pivot. So what was going through my head, I was scared as hell, but I was just putting one foot in front of the other. One thing led to another. You know, I I make a friendship. They recommend this book. This book leads me down a rabbit hole. And then I find a podcast through, you know, it's, it's just one foot in front of the other.
1: Yeah. I think, um, I think that curiosity is like one of the best things. And also I I can totally relate, you know, um, I still do teach Pilates, but I remember, I remember like even transitioning, um, it took me a long time to transition to just being fully online and it didn't need to, because I was holding on to, well, there's so much other competition out there, you know, all, like with the stories we tell ourselves and the pandemic, um, when the pandemic happened, I was 50% virtual, 50% in person. Mm-hmm. And, um, when the pandemic hit, I was like, well, this is what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny. Cause like in one, in like one hour, I transitioned everything. And what didn't transition? I was like, well, that wasn't going to transition anyways. And it's just really funny how we can like, Build something up to be a little bit bigger than it is because, in our head, it, it is, and it is so scary. But most of us listening to this are not brain surgeons. We're not. <laughs> it's not the decisions we make are not actually life and death. And I think um, by going through that self development um, rabbit hole, you know, you start to realize you hear these things, you you start to say them to yourself, and you're like, oh yeah, no, I can do, I can do that. And you, you know, I love that you brought up um, your childhood. I think I think a lot of people probably, you know, if they look back at their childhood now that they're a little older and maybe not like in those teenage 20 year old years, like my parents did this to me. It's like on average, most people's parents are the best they could. (laughs) And, you know, now we're doing this like unparenting thing. And I too, like got so much like so much of what I got was like affirmation in when I was successful and when I like got a new role or I got promoted to first base, like, and I was first chair and like all these things and, the and, and band, which is kind of crazy that I ever did that. And so, you know, if I'm not first, then is it like, is anyone going to notice? Is anyone going to care? So I totally understand that. Um, I want to chat like, so you, you recently moved, we both have moved, you've moved a little sooner than I did. Um, what, what, would, what did that move represent? Cause I feel like you, you did a lot to make that move really powerful for yourself.
0: Yeah. Um, I was going to say something about, oh yeah. So before I, I touch on that, I just want to, I think it's so cool. Cause we are both in that space of transition when we met each other. Yeah. And so I've seen it raw with you. And like now you're, it's just super cool, but, um, and I'm, I'm just so happy for you, but, um, with this move, um, it, so before I moved, it's when I discovered intentional manifestation, like we are all like, like master manifestors. We've been manifesting everything in our life, but when you learn how to intentionally manifest, I was like, like mind blown, like <laughs> I can have whatever I want. And so that represented my first intentional big manifestation. And it was crazy. Like my husband and I always wanted to move to Denver or Colorado and we didn't know how, cause he's in corporate. And so, and I was half half in person half online as well. And so I mean that was obviously a little bit easier, but he was like I'm just going to he was starting his job and he was like I'm just going to get so good where they allow me to work remote. But he wasn't quite there in his career yet. And we did so many different things like I changed all my passwords to like Colorado and like the age I wanted to like be here by. I I like would say every morning in my journal, I'm so grateful for waking up to the mountains every morning. And like my husband and I would talk like it was a certain thing, not like we'd be like, oh, when we moved to Colorado, like let's get a new couch. Like we didn't know. And then he comes home one day and he was like, this is the craziest thing. He was like this Denver company wants to buy a portion of my company. And (laughs) And he was new. So like it, that was the crazy part, but he was new. So like they were going to send someone out there, but it wasn't going to be him, but he kept pushing and pushing and pushing and it ended up being him. So we moved here and it really was like a joint
1: effort between my husband and I, it was cool. Okay. This is amazing. I love this so much because it's so true. Like I do think I think people don't think they're manifestors, but they don't realize it's because sometimes they're manifesting the things they don't want. Cause that's where they're putting their energy and focus. Like, I don't want this to happen, or I don't want to end up alone, or I don't, I don't want to do this. Like, like that's where they're manifesting, but they're not manifesting what they actually want to happen. And, And I love, I love that you went through the effort of changing your passwords. Like (laughs) that is like commitment, but also just thinking about every time you have to put a password in, like, that means like, you're always, it's like, you're always thinking about it, right. Instead of just having like a post-it by your desk or something that you could like ignore. It's like, no, I got to type my password in. So it's gotta be this, right. I think that's so cool. And also, you know, for people who are in relationship who think like, oh, I can't do that because like my partner's in corporate or. He's got this really good job. It's like, well, if both of you want something together, then like, you never, like, you can't, you have to let the universe surprise you a little bit with your, but you have to let them know what you want, you know? And so not to get super woo, but like Brad and I both wanted to move to Las Vegas. We wanted to have space. We, we wanted to do this. We sat down and we like literally dreamt up what each room in our house would, would represent what it would do in it. And we put down, we were like, we want to move, um, uh this summer. That was, was the goal. And I said, I want to move by June 1st. I was like, I cannot. I cannot live here anymore. And like, you can't just anyone knows who buy a house. You actually can't buy a house in nine days. <laughs> There's like steps to go through. But um, but in a our in our unique unique situation, we saw the house and nine days later we're moving in, and this is our house. And um <laughs> And so I really, I really do believe like anything is possible by dates. If you like are fully all in and you're not letting anything hold you back. And I remember we drove out here, um, on Memorial day in May and we looked at houses and we cried in the whole foods because we're like, this is supposed to be the dream. And none of these houses represent like like we had, like, we have to have the music slash podcast room. There has to be a room for the Pilates studio. There's a guest room, then there's an office. And then there's our room. And we'd go to look at these houses and yeah, they had all the rooms, but like none of them would fit what we needed. Right. And, um, and, but we refused to believe that that like, was it? So we drove to the part of Vegas that actually made us want to move here. And we were sitting there and this girl looks at us and she's like, we were talking about how we're looking at house. And she's like, oh, okay, I'm too young to buy this house. but This is my dream house. If you buy it, you have to let me be your assistant so that I can come visit this house, right? This is a random girl, probably on drugs, but like sent sent from the universe for sure. And And she goes and she shows us this house and it looks like Palm Springs. It looks like exactly the kind of houses we wanted, but we didn't want to live in California anymore. And so we actually, we didn't buy her house but we did look in the neighborhood that her house was in and that's how we found this house and three days later we were like like getting a virtual tour of this house and then we moved in
0: yeah oh my gosh um that's amazing that just reminds me of like being open to receive like you could have just said like screw it like you know and you're like being open to like receive like meeting that girl and like her telling you about this neighborhood. So that's super cool.
1: I I think that's so, I think that's a really interesting thing that you bring up. And I think a lot of people have trouble receiving. Um, I don't know, maybe you're, you're in the self-love business. Like, do you think, um, where do you think that comes from? Or do you think that's a common thing that people feel like they have to do it themselves so they can't receive help from others?
0: I think like, people just get so caught up like like being open to receive is part of just like relaxing into it and like looking for different opportunities um and they just get so caught up in their goal that they're not being i don't know if this is really answering like being open to receive money is like a good is a good example. Like maybe you were expecting money to come in this way, but maybe it comes in with five of your current clients resigning. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. you were looking for five new clients, but actually, you know, you received the money that way instead. And that's just being open and receiving like, Hey, do you want to continue coaching? You know, kind of thing. So, and you can apply that to any point of your life. Like Mm -hmm. I just see that. So like, visible with you. It's like, you guys could have like said quits, like right. while you were crying in whole foods or whatever you said you were.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, we went to whole foods to get some food and, uh, <laughs> and cause we're like, okay, we know whole foods. Um, this would be our neighborhood whole foods. And we were just like, this is not even like our neighborhood whole foods. And what is this and what's happening here? And, um, but it's true. Like we, we didn't call it quits and we kept going. And, and, and I think that's, um, that's true for a lot of people is that like, sometimes they hit the obstacle and they take it as the sign that this isn't the thing. Like, you know, your, your husband could have been like, oh, well, I'm still new. And they said, no, I can't have it. And he could have just stopped, but instead he like kept going and kept looking for a way. I think that's, um, that's, you know, I think, uh, we, sometimes we just quit too soon or we close our mind off to other ideas because we get so set on the one way, like you said, um, when, when it can't, like now that you're fully, you know, self-love coaching and hypnot, like doing your hypnotism, um, what, what, have, like, what was, can you describe it a little bit? Like what it was like to, did you quit fitness altogether? Did you transition slowly? What, what did you do? And and are you glad you did it that way? Or like looking back, would you have changed anything?
0: Yeah. So I did a transition and for my personal journey, um, it was everything, um, because I needed to become the person that could be like a really good self-love coach. Um so I was like bodybuilding coaching because I'm a retired professional like bikini competitor. Um so I was like that's how I started my business and that's where like the booming like success came from originally. And then I was like, this is so dumb. Like I'm so over bodybuilding, like let's do something like lifestyle. And so that was called the Fit and Free Lifestyle Method. It blended personal development with like more lifestyle fitness. And that was like, that was my income, like my business for like two years and like literally yeah. like, and then I started, people started reaching out and asking me, like I had always felt like I was jealous of my friends who were doing self-love coaching or like life coaching. And I, I was like, why am I so jealous of, um like- it's because i knew i could do it and so people started reaching out and asking for just mindset coaching and i was like it was just like kind of overwhelming response and i was like oh my gosh i guess this is my sign and it was weird it was kind of like i know i like this is going to sound super like woo woo but like i know i was some sort of life coach or speaker in a past life because it was just like a knowing and I started offering it. Um, it was called mindset coaching before I officially got like my five certifications. And it's like just crazy the amount of stuff I knew before I officially got certified. I look back, I'm like, how did I know all of this? But yeah, that was kind of the transition. And I needed to learn all the lessons to have those lessons to give to my clients, kind of thing.
1: I love that. I think oftentimes we want, we want so badly to get there faster, you know, and look, I'm all, I'm all about being until you see it for sure. But I think sometimes we're like trying to get there so fast that we miss out on the life that actually is going to lead you to being the, the version of yourself that's supposed to be there. You know? So I think, thank you for highlighting that because it's, it's really true. I remember when I was in, I think it was like the sixth grade and I like, I so badly wanted to get out of, I like, I just was in, as a child, I was like, I am an adult and I need out of this. This is not, this is not where I'm supposed to be. (laughs) I grew up in a really small town. I'm like, I don't fit here. I don't belong here. Like this is something about this is really wrong. Um, obviously all of that was to help me realize like, well, who I am now, which is like making sure people feel like they belong. And, um, and I remember this story, and it was about a little boy who got this like lucky string. And if he pulled on the string, it would like skip ahead. So he like pulled on it and he skipped a couple grades. And then he pulled on it and he skipped a couple more years and he pulled on it. And all of a sudden, he like, anytime it got, he was like, Oh, I really want to be there. I want to be that. And he kept pulling on it. He got to where he wanted to be. He got ahead like so many years. And, but he didn't experience any of the life that led him there. And like, so I think it's, I think that it's really cool of you to highlight that like the transition was so key um, because it made you learn the lessons you needed to be, to be the best version of what you're doing right now. Um, okay. I'm sure everyone is wanting to know about hypnotism because I know that any hypnotism I saw, I have a friend who does hypnotism. So I I do now know that it's not about like making people clack and bark like a dog and do funny things on a stage but can you can you kind of go into like why someone would do hypnotism and like what it that is because i'm sure curiosity is really peaking for people
0: yeah i love it. so hypnosis like it like it blew my mind like i had been trying to hit this income goal for so many years in my business i'd be like 50 dollars away literally like it was a subconscious thing. $200 away, $500 away, whatever, super close, but I could just never hit it. So that was a limiting belief. And, um, within, I think I was using my custom hypnosis for 15 days and I hit the goal. So it was (laughs) bizarre to me. I was like, I've been like, since I was running my business in like way many years before, but Basically, it's so to change a neural pathway, there's a few things that have to happen. So repetition is one thing. So like when people use gratitude and affirmations, that's great. That's a great way to supplement your journey. But you need to repeat, 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 repeat for a long time to actually change that neural pathway with hypnosis. You can get there much faster. So. Our brain waves right now are probably in beta, maybe gamma, which is like a heightened perception, probably beta. Um, but in hypnosis, it takes the brain waves down to theta. So that is right when you wake up and right before you fall asleep, your brain waves are in there. So your brain is more suggestible. That's why all these like personal development gurus they want to tell you to first thing in the morning meditate because your brain is more suggestible, it just kind of strips the logical mind a little bit, we can implant some suggestions, and you will act on them, because the subconscious mind, as you probably know, is approximately 95% of our actions. Um, So that's the value in hypnosis, like, why wouldn't you want to implant suggestions, like direct, it's, it's a it's a direct conversation with your subconscious mind. You can't do that right now. I can't have a direct conversation with your subconscious mind right now, unless I put you through a, um, you know, the phase
1: where I take you down into hypnosis. So I talk cool. a lot this with my so hand, cool. by the way. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. Anyone listening her hands are are wild and crazy, but uh, don't worry. The YouTubers will be able to see it. Cause I I'm I'm a hand talker and I have to be really careful because I have rings and like, i hit things so <laughs> this is cool. i love this so much because we i've talked about this on the podcast before with people like it it our subconscious mind is also really malleable but it does it takes so much rep- repetition cuz it doesn't also forget those other things like you have to do this and and so um there's a lot of studies on hypnosis and then i have a friend who's a, a doctor and there's like a bunch of studies on ketamine and like microdosing which is a whole other thing and both it feels like hypnosis like the ketamine, um, can, can speed up that process of, of change in the pathways of way we think things through so that it's not this like constant mantra saying thing that is hard to do when like you are in it and you're in that limiting belief. So, um, how, so when you do some, when you put someone in hypnosis, is it like an hour, like a half hour, like, and then how are they, are they hypnotizing themselves afterwards? Like what's the So yeah. So
0: first, I want to say you're in you're complete 100% awake in hypnosis. Even though your body will be like the cool thing about it is when I take someone through hypnosis and when I've been through hypnosis, you don't feel any different than a deep meditation. But when I pull you out of it, you're going to be like, whoa! My body is more relaxed than it's ever been in an awake state. You're in full control. There's no. It's not entertainment. It's nothing like you see on stage. So it depends. So I've developed like my own practice within my certification. So I use my certification plus my knowledge um, to kind of create a custom hypnosis experience. And one is yes, getting suggestions, but like the other one is using something called time techniques to release. And it's crazy when you strip the uh, logical mind, you can get to the root of the problem. So I can ask my client, when they're not in hypnosis, what are your limiting beliefs that are coming to the surface? They can tell me some, and then the next session I'll take them through hypnosis and ask them what their limiting beliefs are. Um And they're completely different and they know exactly where it came from. So
1: um it's just, it's super cool. <laughs> um, that, is, that is something that's so cool because I Like my therapist is like a somatic leadership coach as well. And so a lot of my therapy is because of it's my limiting beliefs in my own leadership skills. And then, but we always do some stuff where you drop into something and it's like more relaxing because she'll go, well, she's like, okay, well, you know, where, where do you think this is coming from? And I'm like, I don't know. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm paying you a lot of money. Like you tell me where it's coming (laughs) from. That's my response. I'm like, girl, this is not going to work. But, um, but now, you know, since that first I'm like, look, I don't know. I don't want to, I, I need to, I don't honestly, it's not, like I don't care. I just need to get to the root of the problem so I can start solving it. Cause it's holding back. Mm-hmm. And she does a lot of work, not hypnotism specifically, but really trying to figure out like where in the body do I feel it? Where is that? And like, where's the time? And I feel like um, that's really helpful, but I feel like hypnotism in a way could really, I mean, like you said, you did it in two weeks, you hit your money goal. So like, it's so, like, you're still going about figuring out what the problem is. You're not covering it up. You're just solving it much faster and getting over it much faster, which I think like it's, I mean, who doesn't want to expand time in that way?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So I never answered your question, but like the induction phase that I do is probably about fifteen minutes, and then whatever I decide to facilitate after could range from ten to like maybe forty minutes. So Mm -hmm. it's it's just a custom thing. Um, What was I going to say?
1: I like just like forgot my train of thought before. Like while it comes back to you. So so when people when people work with you or when they work with the hypnotist. And that it does what you do. Is it like they come regularly or they do it once and then they like do it on their own? Can you hypnotize yourself? Like, I don't know. Yeah. So
0: I'm actually creating a custom hypnosis track for my next goal. I've been like kind cool. of writing it up, figuring it out. Um, it's different. So I have one client who's really trying to release these limiting beliefs, um, and get to the root of them. And we're like, She's getting like her, the things that we're pulling on the surface are very abstract. So I'm just kind of recording them and trying to like link things together. So that is like a series. Like every other week she comes, like and I kind of like take her through that. But most people they want an achievable outcome. So we'll do two release and then suggest suggestions in planet.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think this is really so because I believe that, you know like you've done it, like you changed your password, you journaled that you were waking up to the mountains. Like that is believing being it till you see it like 100%. But I think a lot of people can go, yeah, Les, I like totally hear you. You keep saying it, but what about this? Or I've got this Or You don't, you know, you don't, this is happening. And that's like all these limiting beliefs. And so I do think that like hypnotism could be this awesome way for people to get the limiting beliefs out of the way so that they can be it till they see it, which is super Super cool. I love this so much. Okay. So we're going to keep um, chatting because I have some, I have a question for you on how people can um, take action right now. But for that, we're going to do a quick little break and then we will be right back. I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclassescom slash be it pod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilates slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. Now back to the show. Okay. <laughs> so Katie, before I ask you um, how people can, um, like some tips that you have for people to be it till they see it, um, where can people follow you, you know, find you, DM you, all that stuff?
0: Yeah. So I am the most active on Instagram, of course, probably like everybody. Um, my Instagram name is a K, the letter K, the letter T, Miller,
1: K-E-R-N-E-R, after. So Katie Miller-Kerner. Perfect. Um, everyone, please check her out. Follow her. I, I, I love her post. You learn so much in a post from her and you'll be definitely inspired. All right. So I... I truly believe that, um, you know, people can be inspired and they could be like, okay, cool. She went from fitness and like thriving to now she's a, a self-love coach and a hypnotist. And you did it in like a couple of years. So it's, that's actually not a long time. Um, but you know, the inspiration is enough, but like transformation is what I'm really about. So what's a tip that you would, um, a tip or two that you'd suggest that people could do right now?
0: Yeah. So something I'm really leaning into lately is writing down a goal that you have. This could be a short-term goal or a long-term goal. So let's say, I don't, I don't even know. So let's say your goal is to pivot in your career, kind of like, you know, making it relevant to this podcast. I'm um, your, your goal is to pivot in, in your career. And then you'd write that down And then ask yourself, or do I believe I can have this? Your logical mind says, yes, keep digging. Does your body tense up anywhere as you say, yes. And then take note of that. Where did it tense up? And then write down the the thoughts, the beliefs that came up. But I can't be successful in a different industry. And then I want you to invalidate that belief. Katie made a pivot. You could, you could use me to invalidate that belief that you don't think you can be successful in a different industry. Katie made a pivot from this podcast, (laughs) made a pivot and she was, you know, just as successful as she was in fitness and use other people, or maybe you made a pivot in something that had nothing to do with your career, but maybe you were like a lacrosse player and you switched to swimming and you were just as good. So use that to invalidate, invalidate your beliefs that
1: are coming up and then continue to work through them. Oh, I love this. Oh, I love this because so many people are like, okay, put your goals down where you can see them, you know, and even like the next thing could be like, what's the next first, like the first three steps towards this, but Ooh, like asking yourself if you believe it and then noticing where you hesitated or tensed up or took a pause or maybe what like what part of you isn't and then invalidate that negative that negative thought so that and you can just keep doing that and and you'll probably and that will be a one way to get to the root of it because I'm sure there's some repetitive thoughts that come through so cool katie thank you so much it's so good to catch up with you um this is what's so fun about the podcast i'm like i can just talk to friends that i haven't seen in a while (laughs) Um, and also get to know them get to know what they're doing so well um i get to be in um colorado really soon so hopefully i can see you when i'm there and and um we can do teasers on a rooftop uh, again. Um, everyone, please do us a humongous favor. Make sure that you uh, let Kitty know what your takeaways were. Screenshot this podcast, share it, tag us both, tag be it pod and Katie uh, Miller Kerner, right? And, um, and uh, let us know, share it with your friends who need to hear it because that is how other people can be it till they see it. Thank you everyone for being here and I'll see you soon. See It Till You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time.